It's all about taking a moment of crisis, being calm, being disciplined, following consumers, understanding what they're all about, taking care of your people and creating opportunity out of a dangerous situation. Welcome to your marketing moment. I'm John Nee, your host of this podcast, and I'm delighted to have Darren Marshall as our guest today. Darren is the Chief Executive Officer of Smith Teamaker, an artisanal beverage company committed to enriching lives through exceptional tea experiences. Before leading Smith Teamakers, Darren was the Chief Marketing Officer for Steinway & Sons, the iconic luxury brand of handcrafted pianos. Prior to that, Darren held several marketing leadership roles at Coca-Cola, both here in the States as well as in Asia. Darren will share with us his marketing moment and insights from his impressive career in marketing and how you can create your own marketing moment. He's a transformational business leader, board member, marketing expert, and our guest today. Darren, welcome to your marketing moment. Thanks, John. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. So let's get started. What was your marketing moment, that defining marketing event or period of time where you saw your career or business transform? You know, I've been very privileged to have been put in a lot of interesting situations, a lot of difficult situations, and situations that I thought were going to break me, but uh, actually turned to be okay. So I grew up in big CPG companies. I started my career at Procter & Gamble, worked at PepsiCo for, uh, for several years. And then I got this phone call from the Coca-Cola company who was looking for marketing talent to, to sort of go anywhere in the world. And I told my wife that, and we immediately thought, great, Paris, here we come. But Coke had different, different expectations. They took people like me with backgrounds like ours and sent them to places where we were needed most, um, which <laughs> tended to be places that were a little far off the, the beaten path and in situations that might have been a little bit different. So we ended up in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, which we had to figure out where it was on a, on a map. We got to Southeast Asia in the middle of 1998, uh, which for many people probably don't realize or recognize, but that was right in the middle of, or right at the start of the Asian financial crisis. So the amount of change that happened at that time was absolutely fantastic in a crazy way. So growing up in North America, in the package goods industry, a good year is plus one or 2% and a bad year is minus one or 2%. But in that environment, the currency was devalued by half overnight. Uh, and there were trade wars that were going on between different countries so that the price of our product doubled overnight the ingredients for our products, which were uh, imported, became far uh, more scarce immediately. And our business, which was, I don't know, maybe about $100 million at that point, was in a real jeopardy. Um, we had to figure out a solution. It was chaos. It was crisis. And being able to work through that incredibly chaotic business uh, situation was actually a, an incredible marketing moment for me. It was really good to be able to go back to frameworks, to be able to have mental models that allowed you to sort of take a crazy problem and, and uh, in, the, in the heat of a crisis, be able to put some structure to it and to think through it and to be disciplined through that, that really crazy, uh, crazy time. 
in the Coke world, the secret formula really is the three A's, acceptability, affordability, and availability. And so being able to step back and find a solution that really connected with consumers to make uh, our brands more relevant to them, particularly during a really chaotic crisis-filled time, to ensure that affordability was real and true, particularly in an environment where ingredient prices and commodities were going crazy. So finding package formats, package sizes, price points, channels to be able to really make a difference that was relevant and ensuring that you're in the right place. You know, people's lives change dramatically when there's that sort of crisis going on. And so of the many different touch points and channels that you've got, how can you be really relevant for people by being in the right place at the right time at the right price? Pretty simple, standard marketing four Ps that I've heard from John <laughs> Nee many times. So that was the that was a, a monumental moment. And over the next couple of years, we were able to wrestle that problem to the ground. And then they sent me to another problem, and then another problem, and another problem after uh, after that. So it was that that idea of being able to take a crisis, um, and the the Chinese characters for crisis are danger and opportunity uh, and really understanding yeah. that there's two sides to those those coins being able to be calm during that storm and to apply frameworks that made sense what i didn't know was that that experience 20 years ago was the experience that provided a foundation for what happened over our last couple of years um, with the pandemic. Sure. Uh, when the same type of chaos and crisis happened and when a, a market that was pretty stable, all of a sudden the bottom fell out, what do you do? And it was really sort of the same playbook. So taking that marketing moment from 20 years ago and reapplying it in, in our daily environment uh, today. So. I have the pleasure of working with a company called Smith Tea Maker. And as you mentioned, we make uh, artisanal teas, fancy teas. Mm -hmm. uh, and most of our business going into the pandemic, like 70% of our business, was in the food service channel, restaurants, hotels, uh, cafes, that sort of thing, um, which promptly went away yeah, right. uh, in the middle of, of March 2020. So we were faced with a very similar situation when we're a small company, uh, we're trying to become profitable, and all of a sudden, all of our revenue streams just disappear. It was about going back to fundamentals and taking that situation, putting some structure to it, and trying to find a solution in a crazy environment. So for us at Smith, um, during the pandemic, it was about following consumers. You know, they weren't going to restaurants or hotels anymore, but they were staying at home. And so pivoting very quickly and very aggressively to e-commerce so that we could follow them and make our product acceptable to them yeah. in the right place. Right. It meant innovating in in a way to ensure that our our product proposition was relevant to them in their new situations. So for us, it was new healthy iced teas for the summer, was new wellness teas uh, as they went into the into the winter. Uh, so really making sure that we had a stream of things that were important to them in these new environments that they were in. And I think most importantly, we during that time, we nurtured our team. Like we took care of people uh, very intentionally. 
we kept all of our production people safe during that time. They worked full time, uh, you know, as safe as an environment as we can. We, like so many other people, uh, did not lay people off or disrupt our supply chain. We kept it going and made nice. it more efficient during that right, time. Right, nice. uh, we, kept, we provided stability to, to our people. We provided stability to our salespeople who during that time took the opportunity to rebuild their book, uh, if, mm-hmm. if you will, to build relationships with customers who uh, no one else was talking to uh, at that, that time. So fast forward to today, Today, all of that food service business, which was all of our business, um, is not only recovered, but 20 to 30% higher than it's oh ever my. been. Nice. And all of that e-commerce business that we developed and nurtured has stayed uh, and continued to grow, even with all of the iOS changes that are plaguing <laughs> right. the, the e-commerce world. Yeah. So our business today is pretty much double what it was before the pandemic. Amazing. And it's all about taking a moment of crisis, being calm, being disciplined, following consumers, understanding what they're all about, taking care of your people and creating opportunity out of uh, a dangerous situation. Yeah. Some of the marketing moments in our careers or in our trajectory of our businesses seem very obvious when they happen. For your marketing moment in your time in Asia, it may not have seemed like a marketing moment at the time, but those lessons learned, those trials certainly served as a reference point for future marketing moments like the one you just described at Smith Tea Makers. Are there uh, specific skills or are there things that you did to, to increase the likelihood of that marketing moment at Smith or was it mainly just a response based upon the lessons learned and the reference points that you had earlier in your career? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. There's so many ways uh, and so many prompts for that question. The first thing is it's live or die. When there's a crazy situation, you either solve the problem and do whatever it takes, or your business goes away, or your job goes away, or your livelihood goes away, or whatever. And so there really isn't a, it's not a a choice to... Failure is uh, not an option. Failure is not an option. Yeah. Uh, well, if you take that, that mindset, um, right. and I've always sort of had to take that that mindset. So in that situation, you do whatever it takes to be able to solve the problem. And you do that a few times and you actually build confidence that you can in fact do these things. Yeah, yeah, you've seen this movie before and you know you can influence it. Yeah. And that there's hope and optimism. Right, yeah. it's far more about leadership and confidence that comes from that. So give you an example. In my role, like your role, no doubt, uh, like every morning there is a problem. Uh, <laughs> I won't expound on how I describe those problems sometimes, a steaming pile of problems. And sometimes like you wake up and it's like, oh my goodness, how are you going to solve this? And you worry all day. And then by the end of the day, it's solved. And then the next morning, there's another problem that, that, uh, that piles up and you, you worry again. Uh, but then by the third day, it's like, well, listen, I've got a trend of being able to solve these problems. And there's a mental model that starts to emerge. I guess for me, the, I've been very blessed to have uh, learned from good teachers and organizations 
uh, about how to just add discipline to a situation, how to be structured in your thinking, how to always follow the consumer and mm-hmm. to um, um, back up those learnings with facts. Yeah. Um, so being structured, fact-based, consumer-centered, those are the things that I remember learning uh, at P&G back in the day, mm-hmm. which was to many people a boring place, but you know, it's those simple fundamentals yeah. that have lasted forever. And being able to have a structured model, like even the three A's, they're, it's simple, there's three yeah. things, they all start with A, but they're all super fundamental and you can take those and apply them to anything and whether it's technology or healthcare or packaged goods or technology, and you can figure out a solution to be able to deal with stuff. Right. Um, and it's important, I think, that during when you think through things in a calm environment, putting together that framework is so helpful when the crap hits the fan and there's crisis going everywhere and you don't have time to think rationally. You know, pulling out those frameworks yeah. help you to structure the problem when you need it most. Yeah. It's just basic tenets of business and leadership and meeting market demand, teamwork. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Looking back on some of those marketing moments that we've discussed, would you have done anything differently? There's always the coulda, woulda, shouldas and to refine things in, in the moment. It's interesting. I most of my career has been smaller, very dynamic uh, environments. Even though I've worked for some big companies, so much more operating like a field hospital than the Mayo Clinic, and working with agility and speed in those environments has always uh, served me well. If you've got time and ability to plan things months and months and months and months then yeah you can create a perfect solution but getting something 80 percent right in my mind is far better than getting it 100 percent right uh, 80 percent right in 20 percent mm-hmm. of the time um uh, as opposed to to taking forever uh, yeah. and not really getting anything done getting yeah. something done is is the most important thing in yeah. in my experience yeah, can't let perfection be the enemy of excellent. Exactly. Right? Being yeah. agile and fast uh, and being able to learn from what you've done uh, or others have done, um, not being afraid to steal shamelessly, to learn from um, from everything, whether it's something that's good or even better, something that's bad. There's there's something to be to be to learn from everything. It's that sense of curiosity that is just so important. And unfortunately, not everyone has that. So when looking for talent, finding people who've got just that natural curiosity, who scratch the itch, who like peel the onion, whatever analogy you want to use. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Then if if a marketing moment is a combination of being prepared uh, as well as good timing, any advice for our listeners as to how they may level up their career or better position themselves for their marketing moment? Yeah, I think I think finding that marketing moment, there's marketing moments every day, everywhere. And there's probably a sense of always seeking first to understand, mm. you know, really digging in right. to understand why this thing works or why is it a problem? Why is it that no one's solving that that problem? So that's one. 
Two, being quick to change course if you need to or have the opportunity to. And three is about being, about prioritizing. I mean, it goes back to a field hospital and triaging, right? There, most marketers that I know are pretty creative, interesting, uh, interested people mm-hmm. um, who are always trying to create something. And being able to say no to things is really important. So one of my mentors once said that strategy is about denial. It's not about what you are going to do. It's what you're not going to do so Mm. that you can do the things you need to do really, really well. And so being able to say, this is a great idea, but it's not as great as these others. And where's the high leverage? When you have the choice of being able to to choose between multiple things, how do you choose the things that are going to make the biggest difference? I had a a course that I remember taking at uh, Procter and Gamble back in the day. The, the good news about a place like that is it's a training ground, and there's all sure. kinds of really structured right. ways of learning. But the most impactful course was called Focus on Accomplishments. And it was about finding the things in your day that are going to really make a difference, that are going to move the business ahead, they're going to move you ahead uh, as you lead that business. And the things that aren't going to be accomplishments, if they're not going to really matter, then why are you doing them? Like, mm-hmm. do the things that matter, <laughs> do the things that are going to focus your limited time on the things that are going to add to your accomplishments, that are going to build your resume, that are going to build your career. Yeah probably good advice, not just for the individual, but also as a company. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting for Smith, we were, our company is, is rooted in quality and creativity in service. Uh, So we've got a ton of really super creative people around. And now as we grow and scale, it's about eliminating the small things. Uh, because they just take up too much time. They get in the way of the big things. And it's the big things that are going to uh, help us to grow uh, and help us to become profitable and help us to become sustainable. And sometimes that means eliminating pet projects that look really cool mm-hmm. or were started <laughs> by someone really cool. Yeah, right. But they don't help to move things forward. Yeah. So now that we're hopefully out of the pandemic, uh, you've obviously responded well as a company to the opportunities that the pandemic provided, both for your team as well as for your customers. What are you excited about these days and what new trends are you seeing? And is there an opportunity for our listeners to take advantage of these trends for their own marketing moments, whether it be for themselves or for their companies? Yeah. So there's a couple of things for, um, for us. You know, we, we really try to stay focused on consumers and what's important and exciting for them. It's summer. It's, it's finally warm and sunny outside. For us, there's so many of our competitors in the tea business that don't do iced tea. They leave it to the soft drink companies uh, to do full, sweetened, unhealthy stuff that looks like iced tea, but it's not really iced tea. <laughs> you know, iced tea is, is, a, is a plant-based beverage that doesn't have sugar, that's delicious. Um, it's flavored with you know, herbs and botanicals and really interesting, uh, delicious uh, combinations of things. Right. Uh, making those uh, interesting. For us, it's, it's really interesting to see 
that we have this this product we introduced last summer and it's back this summer called blackberry jasmine iced tea which is a blue iced tea uses pea flowers so pea flowers are sort of cool you put lemon in them and they turn from blue to purple you know pretty cool uh, really interesting to see in an e-commerce environment how despite all of the ios woes that everybody's <laughs> complaining about the demand for products like this is uh, it's just going through the roof which is crazy because it's eye candy it's it's visually delicious um and it's nutritious and it's healthy and uh it's fun and everybody needs a little bit of fun uh at this point so finding that 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 interesting sweet spot in combination uh, and being able to see when you get it right then things really really move is is pretty pretty exciting for us yeah seeing the shift from people being at home to being out in the wild uh, again <laughs> um the the shift from from at home consumption experiences to away from home consumption experiences is like a tsunami uh wave that's happening right now and consumer habits are are changing they're not as engaged in things like coffee or alcohol as they once were you know people are really looking for healthier alternatives and that means new day part opportunities or uh, new plant-based beverage opportunities uh, which were obviously uh, a big part of right so seeing people very tangibly move to things that are healthier but still accessible and fun and interesting and delicious uh, that's uh, even at different uh, different occasions and day parts and locations are are, are really interesting and then um, for us the third thing I, I think is is you know we all live in an environment where labor is a scarcity at the moment and to be able to grow in a manufacturing environment where you need people is is difficult and we're again very blessed to be growing at more than 50 percent year to date in a market environment that's you know two percent um, right. year wow. to date. yeah congratulations um, thank you but it it also creates a ton of problems so um <laughs> being able to work through a broken global supply chain is really uh, a challenge so finding uh, building uh, an even broader network of suppliers across the you know 100 countries that we we work with yeah or production uh, finding um, people who uh, can be craftspeople uh, in making uh, artisanal tea is is difficult and using finding the technologies that will help them be better at what they do and perhaps we don't need as many people into the future because we can help the people we have um, with technology and robotics and automation tools that that can um, help them be better and live a simpler less complicated uh work life taking all of the wisdom that you've learned and and some of these great examples any parting words for our listeners and and an encouragement for their own marketing moment yeah I, i've been thinking about that a little bit i think there's there's three things that come to mind the first is is don't be afraid to follow your curiosity you know there's so many interesting things in the world always ask why uh, and don't be afraid to discover there's everything is is accessible if you want so really seeking to understand and discover and try and not be afraid of 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 the unknown linked to that is embracing risk it goes back to risk is about danger and opportunity and if you just look at the danger side then 
without balancing the opportunity side, what you're going to learn and grow and discover uh, by doing something which is really different and may seem a little crazy, but will be life-changing. Even if it doesn't work out, it's going to be life-changing because you're going to have experienced it. You're going to build confidence. You're going to know what to either do more of or never do uh, uh, again. And then the third is always being willing to pivot and to pivot fast. Change is, is often scary, but change can open up new opportunities and new doors and new uh, experiences. And sometimes you just need to do it and you need to do it fast uh, and not wait for someone else to do it or wait to be in a situation where you have to do it. So that those would be my things, curiosity, uh, embracing risk, and um, uh, embracing uh, the, the notion of pivoting and doing it quickly. Nice. Well, Darren, thanks for spending time with us today. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing your insights and your stories and your candid advice. Uh, we hope to have you back again sometime. Great. Thanks, John. Your Marketing Moment is a program from Act One Partners. To follow along and learn more about elevating your brand and transforming your business, visit actonepartners.com. That's A-C-T, the numeral one, partners.com. Thank you for listening. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.